Have you ever come home from a long day just to find out that that meat you needed for your recipe has totally slipped your mind the last time you went to the grocery store? Well, with the help of ButcherBox, you might never have to deal with that problem ever again. With ButcherBox, you get the convenience of having high-quality meat and seafood delivered straight to your door. Not to mention the peace of mind you get to feel knowing that it's 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free. All humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. Let ButcherBox help make your life even easier. No grocery store required. In addition to free shipping on every order, you get to curate your box plans, have access to member-exclusive deals, get recipe ideas and inspiration, as well as helpful tips. You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com morningcup and use the code morningcup at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year. Plus, get $20 off. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash morningcup and use the code morningcup. Question. If I were to ask you right this second to write down all of the subscriptions you pay for each month, would you be able to do it without missing one? It's more difficult than it sounds, especially with so many options and those sneaky free trials that you sometimes forget to cancel. What if I told you I had the perfect solution to help you with this exact problem? Why don't you try Rocket Money? With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to see each and every single subscription I pay for, even the ones I totally forgot I had. I'm sure you've been there too, but Rocket Money can help cancel it with just a few taps. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens, so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Take control over your finances and with the help of Rocket Money's easy-to-use dashboard, compare your monthly spending and make saving money easier than ever. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morningcup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morningcup. Rocketmoney.com slash morningcup. Today's episode is sponsored by the podcast Cultivating Curiosity. Are you looking for a new podcast that will not only answer the questions you've always asked, but be inspired in the process? Cultivating Curiosity is the perfect podcast for you. This podcast has real-life stories from people like you and me who have faced adversity and not only overcome it, but reshaped their lives for the better. You can listen to topics about mental health, self-care, financial success, pursuing a passion project, starting a business, and honestly, so much more. These stories not only teach, but inspire as you listen to guests like experienced therapists, natural health experts, business owners, life coaches, and viral TED Talk speakers. One I found extremely helpful recently was the chat about COVID and how the stress affects your brain health. There's a topic for everyone, so go visit the link in the show notes and let your curiosity run free.
There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Police arrived, they found the telephone we and described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. murder. Some cases end up changing the way others are sentenced in the future. On September 9th, 1993, a young boy made a fatal decision, thinking his age would garner him sympathy. He had no idea just how wrong he was. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. In 1993, when a Missouri boy named Christopher Simmons was just 17 years old, he began concocting a devious plan. He was curious about what it would be like to murder someone and brought his two friends, 15-year-old Charlie Benjamin and 16-year-old John Tesmer, along with him. The plan was simple. Christopher would find someone's home to rob, tie them up, and push them off a bridge to their death. And when the other boys expressed their concern, Christopher combated their worries with one simple fact, that they would get away with it because they were juveniles. So they set out with the plan to break into the trailer of a man Christopher believed was a voodoo man. There were rumors that this man owned hotels and motels and, despite his residence, had copious amounts of money stashed away. So on September 8, 1993, the boys planned to meet around 2 a.m. the following morning and head to the voodoo man's home. They met at the home of 29-year-old convict Brian Moomy and began gathering their supplies when John Tesmer got cold feet. He went home, but the other two continued their plan. However, for reasons I could not find, either convenience or just a change of plans, the boys instead went to the home of 46-year-old Shirley Crook. They canvassed the home and found that one of her back windows were cracked open, and one of the boys reached through and unlocked the door. They quietly walked through her house, but when Christopher switched on the hallway light and woke Shirley, all hell broke loose. She sat up in bed, and as Christopher entered the room, he recognized Shirley as a woman whom he had gotten into a previous car accident with. He ordered her out of bed and onto the floor, and Charlie Benjamin guarded her while Christopher looked around the house for some tape. He bound her hands behind her back, taped her eyes and mouth shut, and walked out to her minivan. The boys then drove her out of Jefferson County to Castlewood State Park in St. Louis County, drove to the railroad trestle, and began unloading her from the van. When Christopher grabbed her, he realized that she had broken her hands free and had removed the tape from her face. They walked the terrified woman to the trestle and rebound her hands and feet in a hogtie fashion and covered her face completely with the duct tape taken from her home. Shirley Crook, who was completely immobile at this point, was then pushed off the trestle into the river below. When she fell, Shirley was still alive and conscious. They then threw her purse into the woods and drove her van back to the mobile home park across from her subdivision. Her body was found not even 24 hours later by two fishermen. Her cause of death was drowning, and the next day, Christopher Simmons was arrested at his high school. When he was picked up for questioning, though, the police did not follow all of the guidelines. They interrogated him without advice of a counsel or a guardian, thus violating his rights. And though he made a full confession, he claimed he was forced to do so that he was told he must confess or else face life in prison or the death penalty. Little did he know that, by confessing, he would have to face both of those sentences. The DA offered him a plea bargain to life in prison, which he declined, and the case was taken to trial. 
a trial in which the jury was shown a videotaped reenactment of the night that Shirley Crook was murdered, as performed by Christopher Simmons himself. They would also bring forth a witness that said that he had been planning the murder for quite some time, showing premeditation. The jury had no choice but to find him guilty of the murder and sentenced him to death. Everyone was shocked. Christopher, while guilty of this crime, had no criminal history and had proven that his rights had been violated when he confessed. It seemed like a harsh sentence for such a young boy. So he immediately began appealing his conviction on the grounds that his lawyers left out key facts that could have gained sympathy from the jury. Factors like his age and brain development, thus his impulsiveness and his troubled background. The only testimony to his background stated that he was a loving son and a compassionate person loved by his friends and family. But in reality, while all of this was true, he also had a childhood filled with abuse. Christopher's stepfather was an abusive alcoholic who would scream at his son constantly, intimidate him, and beat him. On one occasion, he, not wanting to supervise Christopher while fishing, tied the toddler to a tree. And he was once hit so hard that blood trickled from his ears, There was even testimony that Christopher had been treated as a slave inside of his own home. Not just that, but that he had been exposed to alcohol as early as just four years old and would often be given a drink so his stepfather's friends could watch the drunk boy in amusement. Christopher drank and smoked pot daily and on some occasions dipped into harder drugs like LSD and cocaine. And as psychologists concluded, he suffered from schizotypal personality disorder. All of this, combined with the normal impulsiveness of a teenage brain, made for a lethal cocktail that the jury needed to know about. So, he continually appealed his sentence, only to have the death penalty upheld. His case became a major significance to the juvenile justice system, and brought forth legal battles that lasted years, and made its way all the way to the Supreme Court. Then finally, in 2004, the Missouri Supreme Court said that there was a national consensus against the execution of of juvenile offenders, meaning that anyone under the age of 18 had their sentence commuted to life in prison, Christopher included, citing cruel and unusual punishment. So, at 27 years old, Christopher was able to escape execution and will now spend the rest of his life in prison with no possibility of parole. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on September 10th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.